The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. Welcome to this episode of Pit Life Barbecue. Gather around the pit with your hosts, Johnny Mags and Greg the Barbecue Broker DiGiorgio. Let's talk barbecue. <coughs> What's up, everybody? Coming to you live from the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe in Salem, New Hampshire. It's the Pit Life Barbecue Podcast where we talk everything barbecue and a lot of other topics that you'd normally talk around the pit. Hi, Chrissy. Hiya. How's it going? Good. How are you? I am fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. So today's episode is brought to you by Uncle Steve Shake. Have you ever stopped and wondered why your neighbor has a line of people waiting to get into their backyard? And ever wondered why your friends aren't coming over when you say you're cooking some barbecue? There's a simple answer to the, both of those questions. Your neighbor is using Uncle Steve's shake and you aren't. Which means one thing, Chrissy. You better get you some right now. That a girl. Uncle Steve's shake is handmade using only the finest ingredients and it comes in 12 amazing flavors, including the, the competition line. If you eat it, we have a shake for it. If you have any shake questions, Uncle Steve has fantastic customer service to talk you through any of your shake needs. It's time to take your backyard barbecue to the next level with Uncle Steve's shake. Shake some on anything. And also, don't forget about his new Facebook group, Uncle Steve's Shake Nation. Nation. Growing by the minute. Uh, today is also brought to you by our friends at Two Guys Cigars. Dot com and Two Guys Smoke Shop. Whether we are barbecuing or not, we always keep the smoke rolling. Thanks to our friends at TwoGuysCigars.com. Today, I am smoking the, I don't know. This was a test cigar it was. of doing uh, palate flavors. Mm-hmm. So this cigar actually has three wrappers. So this one is not available for sale. But... No. Uh, Something for a VIP. But it's, it's, it's pretty good anyway. <laughs> yeah. Thanks to our friends at twoguyscigars.com. I get to smoke some of the best cigars in the world, and so can you. Visit twoguyscigars.com for your perfect barbecue companion. That's the number two, guyscigars.com. And we also brought to you by Backline Smokers and Backline Fabrication. Ryan Newland is building some of the most outrageous Pits in live fire cooking devices in the States right now, coming out of Austin, Texas. Ryan is an artist of metal fabrication, and he will have a conversation with you, get to understand your personality, and he will incorporate little things he catches of your conversations, and he will surprise you and add those to your pit that you he knows what you want you just don't even know it yet. Yeah, he takes the term uh, custom made to a whole to a whole level. nother level. Yeah. So check them out at Backline Smokers and Backline Fabrication on Facebook and Instagram. We're also brought to you by MagnaChef Gloves. Our brother Alan Fonte knows a little something about fire management just and heat. Little protection seeing he's a miami dade firefighter yeah he has designed these from the ground up has thought of everything made a food grade silicone patented magnetic clips for 
easy on and off. You don't drop it. It stays right there. You can get right back into the swing of things. Heat rated up to 500 degrees. Web fit for firm grip. One size fish, fish all. Fish fits all. all. Dishwasher safe. But more importantly, made right here in the USA. Um, these are these are badass. You can literally hold lumps of glowing charcoal and go back and forth, and you don't feel a thing. I was cooking on Mother's Day, and I was literally going from a, a direct vortex to moving them off to a side, and just going here and dropped a couple, picked them up, just sitting there, forgetting about it because I'm just holding it in the glove. Wow, not feeling a thing, but. Place your orders. You know, you need at least a couple pairs. Absolutely. One for the backyard, one for the barbecue trailer, one for the kitchen itself. You know, go to magnachef.com and at checkout, use the code ROYAL21 for 15% off. That's ROYAL21 for get you 15% off. Magnachef, master the fire. And we are also brought to you by our brother Ian Hemming at CustomCuttingBoardsRS.com out of Magnolia, Texas. Ian is building what I consider the Yeti of cutting boards. These cutting boards absolutely take a beating and they hold up. I've, I've been using mine for over four years now and they still look pristine. Um, 100% 100% dishwasher safe, high condensed UV protection, comfort sliding protection, the little plastic nubs yeah. on the bottom. So even on a wet surface, the boards aren't going to slide out for you and you'll mm-hmm. nick yourself. Multicolors available, deep reservoir lip to catch all your ajou coming from whatever protein you're cooking. Yeah. They have the standard dishwasher board which is your standard cutting board size, the massive brisket board coming in at a whopping 36 by 18. I love that thing. It's, it's my I do favorite. do everything at once. Like, I'm obviously not raw meat and vegetable, but I can, if I'm doing veggies, I can do it all at once yep. without having to push stuff aside. Yep. And this board makes a 25-pound turkey look like a chicken. Yeah, it does. <laughs> and the newly to the market pizza board for that perfect slice every time Right there in the grooves, perfect. The kids use them. It's so much fun. But, yeah, check our brother Ian out at CustomCuttingBoardsRUs.com to order yours. Uh, that is the letter, Custom Cutting Boards R Us, the letter R Us.com. You know, thank you to all our sponsors. Let's see who we have. Chapin, what's up, Claudia? Chris, Joe, Uncle Steve, Judge Jeff, what's happening? Mike Ray, Bill Z, what's happening? Dave LaConte, what's going on? Gary, got the some of the boys coming in, but a uh, little quick housekeeping. Uh-huh. As uh, as a bunch of you know, the Instagram account got hacked. We are in the process of getting it back through Facebook, but we've been jumping through hoops with facial recognition stuff and non-facial recognition stuff and waiting on emails back from them. So stay tuned. If you get something from the pit, like, 
underscore Pit Life BBQ. Don't open it. There you go. I will let you know when everything is back and good. And as everybody has seen, um, Greg has stepped down from the show. Just the, the course has been run. He's busy with the catering company, which is going great. But uh, so we have gone separate ways, but our friendship was more important. So we're friends, barbecue brothers, first and foremost. So wishing Greg all the luck and all the best in the world. Absolutely. Thank you for your time. I truly appreciate it. And uh, he'll be back from time to time, I'm, I'm sure. sure. I'm sure. I'm sure. But until then, as they say, the show the must, show must go, go on. on. And today is yes. going to be exciting. We are continuing our barbe- National Barbecue Month mm-hmm. with our all our releases of new barbecue cooking books coming out. And today we have the pleasure of being joined by Ed and Noel Randolph of Handsome Devil Barbecue. What's up, guys? Hey, how y'all doing? <laughs> Fantastic. How's everything going out in New York today? Uh, beautiful. Sun's out. We got 70 degree temps. We're rolling some good smoke and uh, got a couple of shiners open and, and having a good conversation with you. Hey, can't go that. It is happy hour after all. Absolutely. C-Mac, Efren, what's happening? So, guys, how I always usually start the show is just for a brief history rundown with you is on how you got into barbecue. You know, a lot of people go, oh, we were born into it, your parents barbecued, hanging out with dad at the grill, things like that. So how, how did you guys start your barbecue journey? Uh, I got started the barbecue journey actually very young age. Um, you know, I grew up part of a farming family. However, I was the baby, so I really didn't have a chance to go working out with all the guys out in the field and stuff. So uh, I was stuck behind with grandma and mom and got to learn how to cook for groups of people at a you know, large amount of people for a short amount of time, right? You always had to have breakfast ready by 8 o'clock in the morning. Lunch had to be ready by 12. And uh, as I got older, I was always just enjoyed cooking. And then I gravitated towards cooking over an open fire. But uh, mom worked in the food industry and said, no way is my boy going to work 100 hours a week for $100. So I uh, went to school, became an accountant, um, oversaw an architectural firm in Midtown Manhattan. And then uh, we had our, our daughters and you're sitting here telling your kids always follow their dreams. And we always cooked on the side. I always did events, had parties here and I really realized I wasn't following my passion, what I enjoyed to do. So we spent all of 2011 pretty much traveling around and really uh, honing the craft, finding out what kind of works, what doesn't work from Texas to from the Carolinas to, you know, Kansas City. Uh, doing it all. And barbecue just happened to be our niche. You know, a lot of majority of our catering still is American Italian cuisine, but barbecue became our thing. Yeah. And our area really kind of needed it. So uh, 2012, we launched a brand and uh, we've been going uh, ever since. So this is nice. So we've got our third book to third book we've done that we authored to talk about today. Awesome. Awesome. Well, Noel, how about you? Uh, for me, it was kind of by accident, right? So uh, Ed was shorthanded one day at a, a catering event. I was a teacher. Um, and I, I came in and just kind of took a whole hog apart. Like I've been doing it my whole life. And ever since then, I just fell in love and, um, slowly made the transition from teacher over to running the, the barbecue with him. Nice, nice, nice. So 
what got you into opening a restaurant and the catering business? So we started um, back in 2012. I did a lot of catering kind of uh, wholesaling for mm-hmm. different uh, your local kind of caterers around here, delis and whatnot. And it came to a point where all of a sudden uh, I would show up for an event. Then I'd be like, all right, I'm here with the barbecue. And they're like, you're the only guy here. And I was like, where's everybody else? And then it became that people were only hiring these other caterers for the barbecue. So said pretty much let's get rid of the middleman and uh, let's, let's just take that extra 20% back to us. So uh, we opened up our, our uh, kind of our, our brick, not even a brick and mortar. We had a bunch of food trucks and events. So we wanted to get into doing some festivals and, and getting our name out here. However, there was a bunch of barbecue guys here that already had those events. So it turned into be our curse was our blessing. We had to travel to Vermont. We had to travel to Connecticut. Maryland, Delaware, and we started to compete as well. And, you know, knock on wood, we got some really good results and started winning some competitions. So uh, things just kept on getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And uh, it was time for us to have a brick and mortar and have something home. You know, we need a a commercial kitchen, but something also to offer to our local community. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Now, how how long has the restaurant been open? Uh, Just November of 2020, we opened. So literally the world came to to an end on like March 15th or March 17th. And uh, we closed on the building on like March 19th. So uh, it was it was pretty awesome to realize that you now own this huge building and nobody can come there. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it'll happen for the right reason. You know, we were able to do the build out while everybody was closed. And then once the world started opening up again, we opened our doors. And uh, it's been a great response from our local community. And it's, it's been pretty awesome. 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 So we are here today to talk about your new book, Hot and Fast Barbecue on your Traeger Grill. But you had said that now this is your third book. So what were the, the, the two previous? The first one was called Smoked. Um, it was a kind of a pitmaster's travel. We traveled the entire U.S. and featured 50 different pitmasters. Oh, and cool. And for me, it was important that, you know, the pitmasters, we all have a story to tell, right? So as you just mentioned, some people have been in it for generations. you got somebody like Sam Jones, his family. You have Kent Black, the Black family in Texas has been in it for years and generations. Pat Martin, I think you just had on your show not too long ago. Yeah. And you have uh, other folks who people don't really understand or think about, like Billy Durney in Brooklyn, New York, was a bodyguard. Yeah. You've got uh, Ert Bachman out in Los Angeles. He's a realtor who went to Texas for a seminar, had barbecue for lunch, and never went back to his seminar. You know, we got bit by the bug. And, you know, so we all have a story to tell. So we kind of tell each other's uh, the pitmaster story, and they also provide a recipe. So it's part travel book, part cookbook. Uh, the second book was a book for Trigger as well. It was just, uh, I think it was called Showstopping Barbecue. Showstopping, yeah. Um, you know, and it, 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 it did great. That one was up running up on Amazon's uh, top barbecue books. I think we had it for like 26, 27 weeks. So uh, it was good. And, you know, during COVID, I think everybody wanted to sit in the back porch and have a barbecue and hang out. Um, but now that we're going back to normal and everybody's back to work and the kids are back to playing softball, soccer, and parents are Uber drivers, Trying to cook a brisket for 14 hours in your back deck is not going to happen. So we yeah. want to do a book to show people how you could do it in half the amount of time and, and still enjoy that that you know investment that you did that pellet cooker, whether it's a Traeger or whatever, Rectech or Green yeah, yeah. Grill, whatever it is. Um, you know they're 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 big dollar items. You just don't want to have them just sitting on your back deck. Oh, absolutely, because yeah, they, they, some some of the prices of them now are getting crazy. I forget who just came out with one, but it was it's like. I, I think it's a whole different unit with a with a pellet and the regular live fire, but it's like six thousand bucks. It's it, it's getting absolutely crazy. But we'll, we're talking about the Traeger, but we'll, we'll throw the other pellets pellet cookers in there too. What do you think is the the um, 
the hell am I trying to say? Why why are they so versatile? Well, you, you just answered it. That's why they're so popular. Because somebody at home can turn a dial and put the smoker on 250 degrees, and they can make a chicken, they can make a pork butt, they can make a brisket. They also at the same time can crank that thing up to 400 degrees and make burgers. They can make pizzas. They can, uh, you know, bake on it. I'll make biscuits on it during the week or, you know, dessert or something yeah. like that. It's so easy because it's just like an oven. You just turn the dial and it it does everything for you. As long as you feed the hopper, you're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Keep that, keep that nice and clean and all that. But, oh, is Brother Alton in the chat? There he is. He popped in. Brother Alton, what's happening? Sorry Ryan, what's going on? Mike C, Jerry Taylor, what's happening? JB, Jason Power, C Mac. So the pre- the premise of the book is to show the versatility of the cooker, and like like we had, you you were nice enough because obviously you've run into some issues with the printing. So the book was supposed to be really actually released today, but now has got back to uh, push back to the beginning of June. So, you know, normally we could go through it and catch different recipes and things that catch our eye. <clears throat> but you had made the great point of within the past couple of years with the pandemic and everything, like you were saying, everyone went out, bought these grills, and you could sit there for 14 hours and do a brisket. Well, now life is back on, so everyone's back at work, the kids are at school, sports practice. You don't have that time anymore. So you focus this book on, don't want to call quick and easy recipes, you know, because that doesn't do the recipe and the food justice by just quick and easy. You know, there's been care and thought into all the recipes, but the premise is you can still do this in a timely fashion and have produce amazing food with the help of your recipes. Absolutely. Um, I mean, you know, you understand the, everybody talks about the slow and low is the way to do the barbecue, right? But when you go hot and fast, your margin of error is a lot smaller. I mean, you could really make something good and make something not good. So we try to help point you in that direction and let you know, this is the time you should be looking at. This is the temperature you should be looking at. Um, you want to run your brisket a little hotter than you probably would normally just to make sure while well, rest, it can break down those collagens and, and um, give you a good t- a brisket that you would make on a, uh, on a back line, you know, Ryan yep. makes some good stuff. We cooked down. It's good. So you want to have something that, that can compare to that. And a lot of these recipes are practical and foolproof. So, you know, you get a couple of ingredients together, you put them on the Traeger and it kind of does, does this thing for you. So it's ready for dinner time, and you don't have to worry about, you know, watching a, a smoker for, X amount of hours. Perfect. Perfect. Now, I actually have to go back for a quick second. What made you want to do a third book? So we, we, we work a lot, obviously, with Page Street Publishing, who is your publisher, and they, they're great people there and have hooked us up with all types of uh, people in the industry to, to, to have on the show. And there were people coming out with their first book, second, you know, our, fr- our friend Billy has, is on his fourth, I actually think working on his fifth. And um, they all said, yeah, I'm never doing it again. Is that Billy Gillespie? Yes, about? yeah. Uh, good, good man, yeah, he's, we, he's good. Uh, only thing he does is kick our butt at every competition. But otherwise, <laughs> him, him and the Smoking Hogs team are phenomenal people. Yeah. Like, we have, we have such an um, encyclopedia of, of recipes that we just use on a daily basis at home. You know, when we cook, when we whip something up, yeah. it's like 
maybe we should probably write that down and, and you know, transcribe it into a book. And that's kind of where a lot of these recipes came from. So it was just kind of a natural organic thing for us to say, let's, let's just do another one, you know? Yeah. Because a lot of them had said, Oh, I'm sorry. I don't think we have that feeling of like, I'm never doing this again at the end. Okay. I think when we're done with it, it's a proud moment and we're like, all right. Yeah. Yeah. The the only requirement we usually have is Ken Goodman's our photographer. Uh, He's another New England boy. He's from New York. Uh, He's with the IQ competition team from uh, Andy husband's up there to smoke shop in Boston area. It's on the team, Chris Hart, you know, so, uh, uh, Ken's great. And that's our only requirement because when he comes in as a photographer, he's, he makes you feel like family. And it's like, literally we're just cooking in the kitchen and just kind of making plates that we would serve our family. And he makes them look spectacular. Like you're going to want to eat the pages. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Cause some, some of the people were like, yeah, you know, on my, on my second book, it just got so stressful and you know, never again, never again. Yeah. Now we're here to talk about my fourth one, yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so so basically, so you guys really are enjoying the whole process of the recipes and building the cookbook. Um, yeah, but, but this one, uh, we really did appreciate the, the page street pretty much gave us the creative content and just said, perfect. you know what, we need a book of like 65 recipes. You guys go. Um, and so it's not really, while well, it is a, a cookbook made for a Traeger pellet cooker, it's not a heavy barbecue book. You know, there's not going to be six recipes of how to make St. Louis ribs. There's not going to yeah. be five different ways to do a pork shoulder. You know, there, there's going to be everything on here from, you know, chipotle cauliflower steaks to making a sticky gooey cake to making, to making a brisket. So it's, it still has some of the fundamentals in there, but at the same time, it gets a lot of stuff that you can make for your own, you know, put it on dinner table. It doesn't have to just be waiting something for the weekend for friends and family to come over. Oh yeah, and, and you know that that's the thing with barbecue, especially especially in today's world, that it is it's not it is branching out. And what else can I do? And you know, like like all you know the the brisket recipes and the brisket cooks, they've been done thousands of times over. But what if I did this example, the hot and fast method? Mm-hmm. You know, it was low and slow from the beginning of time. Until someone had the idea, what if I crank this up and and then that that's really a lot how a lot of people are cooking today because it's faster. You're not sitting there spending fourteen to eighteen hours on a brisket or you know twelve hours plus on a pork butt. You're doing it much less time and still having get producing an amazing product. So with these recipes. Well, the, the next question I always have is, like, picking one of your children, which is your favorite recipe? But you guys had said something that caught my attention, that you're, you guys are full, firm believe is in spreading the love around. And you giving, got it. You giving know, we're, people we're all do. here for a good time. Um, and, and there's a lot of people that help us to get us where we are. I mean, Billy Gillespie is the one who actually referred us to Page Street. So oh, that's okay. how came in. So I'm always indebted to Billy whenever I see him. You know, I'm, I'm buying him the first PBR, uh, so it's uh, it's on me. So it's important that uh, you do that for other people as well. And it's it's really important for giving back. So we have uh, in this book, there's four recipes that we have our kitchen staff, our chefs, all contributed a recipe to the book so they can actually have something that they see it's in print. Because uh, just like we're doing this podcast, you know, everybody features Noel and I, but there's a team of people back here yeah. who make things happen. 
and it's it's important that they get the recognition as well. Um, so it's 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 fun. So we got four four things in there for them, and then we also have a couple ones that we can pay. Uh, we did a, a pork steak. Uh, give a little shout out to our friends at Snows, Snows yeah. barbecue. They do it there. We have the fry, the bologna grilled bologna sandwich. Our boys down in Atlanta, Fox Brothers, do a great bologna fry. So uh, uh, we try to do a little take on that to pay homage to those folks. Nice, nice. So with with the, with the with back with the recipes that some of the chefs from that work with you had put in, you know, they sound phenomenal. Crab cakes with crema dipping sauce, you know, uh, sinfully good salmon with barbecue sauce. Then, then of course, you, you had me sold right here. You know, I'm a fat guy, fat kid from the old days. Orange chocolate chip cookies. You have my attention on that one. <laughs> <laughs> they are exactly what they sound like, and you add a little taste of the smoke coming off of it. Those things are really good. Oh, yeah, and, and all, all these are on, on can be done on the trigger. So you add that smoke flavor to it. And like you said, the pork steak and the smoked bologna. Um, what is the... Yeah, the uh, I'm, I'm going to butcher this name. The pork... Arabiata? Arabiata over broccoli rob. You know, it's like, you had me at broccoli rob. I love that is, broccoli That is rob. a lights out recipe. Whether yeah. you use it on the grill, you do it at home, it is awesome. And uh, it's our sausage guy, Joe, man. It's uh, he, He's pretty awesome. He, he only works the mornings for us. He gets to put the smokers cleaned out, uh, opened up, and then he also just makes some killer sausage links for us. Um, awesome old school dude who I uh, couldn't do any of this with, man. Lo- love the guy. Perfect, and 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 that, and that goes back on that uh, the whole barbecue family, and you know the friendships that you build with people you you'd never have the opportunity to meet or even think about meeting if it wasn't for barbecue and cooking in general. Mm-hmm. You know, it all comes from the passion for cooking and cu- all, all things culinary, and we we've you know we all have gone diff- different directions of you know. French or Italian or barbecue. And, you know, you guys are pretty much bouncing through a bunch of them, incorporating a whole bunch. Now, have you ever experimented on doing, like, an Italian barbecue-type recipe, incorporating, you know, obviously there's the book, um, the barbecue spaghetti but you know, like I've done, I've done smoked chicken parmesan mm. in the past. That is just phenomenal. That that smoke just adds something. You know, have you guys played around with that, and or even maybe came up with some some crazy dishes? Yeah, we'll do for um, like the holidays. We'll do a smoked lasagna for our customers to to take home and enjoy. Um, I know you've done. Yeah, even in the past book, we did it. Some of our pizzas on the smoker, yeah, which is really nice to do. Um, and, and we have we've kind of done everything. That this this pork uh, with the broccoli rob is, a, is the take of an uh, old school Italian dish. So uh, there, there's stuff there. We love to put it all in there. But uh, you know, even go back to what you say, it's, it's great when we see all the barbecue family get together. And I always like to say, you know, when was the last time you saw the sushi, sushi guys hanging out? You know, yeah, they don't. There's, there's just something about barbecue and something about how we all want to see each other succeed. And, you know, rising tides will raise all ships. Nice, nice. And you, now, now you said there was 65 recipes in the, in this book? That was my last count, yeah. So that should be should be 65. And then we also have our uh, our brines, our rubs, our sauces uh, we put in there as well. Oh, okay. So now are they broken down? Like, like how, how, is the, how is the book broken down? 
chapter wise? So uh, the introduction just kind of like goes over, you know, about your pellet smoker and, and different types of pellets and things like that. And then it's um, divided up into proteins. Um, and then we have our, our breakfast at the end. I actually, we did a, a breakfast and bread section and then um, desserts. And then what we call flavor enhancers, which are your brines, your injections, your rubs, your sauces. So everything is broken up pretty easily. So you can just kind of go straight to where you need to be. Perfect. So extreme once again, uh, very user friendly, which a lot of the, everybody affiliated with Page Street, all the books are extremely user friendly, um, which is a which is a which is a plus because it can get overwhelming for you know someone starting out and you know using the cookbooks and trying to make that perfect because we all look at the pictures you know and oh I gotta I gotta I gotta make it like this and then you're sitting there fumbling around. But yeah, all all those recipes are um, um, uh, extremely user friendly. There we go. Yeah, yeah we, we enjoy the layout. This way, you know what? If you're home and you look in the fridge, you come home from work and there's a pack of chicken thighs in there. It's not like hunting around. Where where do we go? Go go to the chicken and poultry section, and you'll find you know, a couple of different recipes of what to do with these thighs. <laughs> Alton from the dog store. Breakfast in bed screams brisket Benedicts to me. There you go. So you, we're, we're, there is we're our first a phenomenal recipe from Burt Bachman out there at Slab in uh, L.A. And it is a brisket, brisket Benedict that will run with anything you'll ever get in any Michelin restaurant. It is phenomenal. So uh, if you look up the book Smoke, that you can get that recipe somewhere, or if I can find it, I'll email it off to you. But it is a home run. Oh wow, that sounds amazing. Let's see. Let's see if we got any questions in the chat. Gray, what's happening, brother Randy? Robert Rocha from the So Smoking Gooders show. What's happening, brother? Rodrigo, Robert, what's happening? Tallow and foil. Got the brother. Yeah, not too many. Just everyone saying hi. That's. Always a friendly group. So what are some of your personal favorites of, of your, um, your recipes in the book? We, you know, we've talked about a couple of everybody who, you know, is the backbone, you know, of, your, of the company. So for me, it's more of like the, the uncommon stuff, like the desserts, like the sticky gooey cake is phenomenal. Um, my smoked pecan, um, brittle and the bourbon creme brulee is just, you know, something so different on the Traeger or on any pellet smoker. And then, um, like the breakfast items, like we have a couple of frittatas and, um, a biscuit that I do. And it's for me that that's, uh, that's what makes it really interesting, I guess. Johnny, she's just saying all that to torment me because she doesn't allow me to eat any of the desserts. <laughs> she doesn't allow me to eat the frittata. Okay. Come on now. Biscuits. So she makes all this stuff and it looks great and our neighbors love it. But guess what? I don't get any of it. So <laughs> you get a little bit. I get, yeah. I, when I clean the cast iron pan out or something like that, that's where I get it. So for me, uh, the oysters, I, I'm a seafood guy. I love it, man. You do some grilled oysters, a little Parmesan on them. Uh-huh. And uh, I mean, quick and easy, a uh, little sea salt. I like to throw in there and they're, they're top dollar. Nice, nice, nice. Um, Randy Salinas from Big Salinas Barbecue asked, what is one recipe you would recommend for people to try, uh, the coffee, uh, the coffee rub tomahawk. 
I, I mean, like if, that's a showstopper. That's it's great, yeah. especially having some people over. I mean, uh, to, to add some uh, coffee into your favorite rub or use our coffee rub, whatever, and we give you tell you how to do it. But uh, that those pellet smokers work nice for hot and fast, man. I know those. You know, it's a tomahawk. You pull the thing off. How do you not look cool holding a, a big old meat hammer? Yeah, for sure, for sure. Well, well actually, you like you had just said, um, you know, your seasonings. Now, now, do you do you bottle any of your seasonings yet? We or? do. We're here to happy to tell you, man. We just got uh, signed on with the Old World Spices to handle our uh, rub line, so you'll be able to hopefully find them shortly at your favorite Lowe's and your uh, uh, Ace Hardware stores and stuff like that. So we're we're going in production now, and hopefully within the next couple of weeks, we can get these things on the shelves. Oh, awesome, awesome! Uh, h- how many are coming out with at the very beginning? Three. Three to start. So okay. three to start. We have our uh, everyday all-purpose uh, competition rub that we've used for ribs and pork. We also have uh, what we call the Texas Crutch, which is what we use a lot of times at the restaurant for our beef. Uh, we're old school. You know, we uh, we do salt, pepper, a little garlic, and that's it. I know the big secret out everywhere that Franklin's and everybody else is using Lowry seasoned salt. We don't. Um, then the last one's our seafood rub, which is really, really special for us. Uh, I, I haven't had anything on the market that kind of tastes like this, and you always hear people say that it's something different. Well, uh, yeah, it could be different good and it could be different bad. This this one's different good. So it's it's really good from salmon to shrimp. Um, it goes even I sprinkle it on the oysters. It's it's good stuff. Oh, awesome. That sounds incredible. Incredible. Oh. Ooh. <laughs> At Brother Alton. All right, guys. Here we go. Gordon Ramsay walks in and gives you 30 minutes to do your thing. What would you make to impress him? Uh, in our barbecue restaurant? Is that, is that what we're making for him? Is there anything? I mean, if it's something that's on our menu now. Um, let's do an A and B. Let's go on the barbecue side, or then, then let's go with the, with the straight culinary side. Uh, in our restaurant, we give him some of our turkey and our homemade sausages up. Uh, Tell you right now in our brisket, it, it runs with anybody's out there. If we have our pastrami on the menu for the day, uh, we'll do that. We won the uh, Fort Lauderdale Wine and Food Festival for pastrami. Oh. And we just uh, held our own down at Pig Beach in the city for a, there was a big fundraiser for Chef Jeff uh, Michener. There was about 25 or 30 pitmasters from all around the U.S. came in there and uh, our pastrami kind of reigned supreme that day. But uh, if not, if it's something we're doing anything, I'm going to have Noel make a, a fried red snapper and, and just absolutely cripple him. <laughs> oh, nice. Ooh, the red snappers, that's that's different right for sure. Thai chili, uh, fried red snappers, super crispy, super moist on the inside, um, and just it, the flavor is phenomenal. Oh, that's amazing. That's a little punch. <laughs> so that's a part of Noel didn't tell before and since she was a teacher. She actually has a degree in nutrition, so uh, her... Her knowledge and depth of flavors and, and culinary kind of uh, background is is I mean, impressive. So uh, it, it's nice every night when we come home for dinner and it's like, you know, what are you making us? And then it's like, this is this is pretty good. So they just spend 14 hours next to a smoker. And the uh, last thing I want to see is a, is a, a rack of ribs. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. That, 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 that's a question I've been hearing a lot lately. After a day at work, after a day at the, at the smoker, what do you go, what's the first thing you go to to eat? Because a lot of us, the last thing we want to do is eat what we just cooked. So if you had one choice, each one of you is, after a day of smoking or working at the restaurant, what are you going to, to grab to eat? 
You first. No, this is embarrassing. I'm not going to answer. (laughs) Again, John, you're trying to get me in trouble here because we have a lot of good cafes and pizza shops between our restaurant and the house that I do not stop at on my way home first and grab a slice. Good boy. Good man. Good man. uh, I would say Caesar salad sounds good. (laughs) Hey, you know, you can add, you know, a slice of pizza in the Caesar salad. I've done, ain't going to lie to you, I've done it before. You know, got to have the little greens to make the doctors happy. You know what I'm yeah. saying? <laughs> yeah. I'm polar opposite. I'm like a piece of salmon. Even if it's a smoked piece of salmon, I don't yeah. care. Totally fine with that. It's just as long as it's not a piece of brisket. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. As much as I love it. We sell so much of it at the restaurant. I'm just yeah. Saying. Yeah. You know, they, they, that, that, that's, the, that's the feeling of a, a lot of people. You know, I, I know I'll, I'll spend. I, I do a lot of, lot of smoking on, uh, on the weekends. I'm a mailman by trade. So I'm at work Monday through Saturday. So Sundays is I'm just out there either from Saturday night from the time I get home till Sunday afternoon when I finally pass out, but doing a lot of meal prep for the week. Or, you know, I have, a, have, a, I have an annual party on Memorial Day, and I'll be the, the night before cooking everything, smoking everything. And they're like, you know, you're not eating. I'm like, well, <laughs> I just spent the last 20 hours with this. Right? I don't want no part of it right now. You know, pick here and pick there just to make sure, you know, it's coming out how I want it. But, but yeah, that, that, that's a question that's been coming up a lot lately. What is your go-to of other than barbecue? You're done cooking. What are you running for? And, and you know, you show, Ed, you're showing a lot, of, uh, a lot of restraint, you know, not stopping at those and grabbing a slice here and there. I, you're I a better man than you. me. Thank you. Thank you. I do appreciate that. <laughs> no problem. See? See, we're, we're strong, will-powered men, Noel. That's it. You, we can be trusted. <laughs> oh, Lord. Maybe not left to our own devices, but we can be trusted <laughs> from time to time. <clears throat> so, what do you guys have planned for the future? Like you said, you, you're within, you know, open the restaurant in tw- back in 20 you know, what do you guys have for some goals coming up? Uh, by the end of this year, we'll have spot number two open, if not spots two and three. Um, we're continuing to do our events on the road, really kind of focusing on some of the larger scale ones. Like right now, we're kind of feverishly packing to get ready to go to Memphis in May. So, uh, oh, okay. We're, uh, so we're, we're actually competing against each other. So Noel's on an all oh. I only smoke when I drink, and I, I cook with the Pig Beach Boys. So, uh, we're uh, we're going there and going to compete compete against each other in whole hog this year. Oh, there you go, and that's perfect timing because that is this weekend. So yeah. when are you when he is when yeah. he is leaving? Because well, actually, you said you were smoking with a team. Are you both smoking with a team? Because yes. if I'm not mistaken, load in was actually last weekend. Yeah, actually, yeah. we'll fly in um, Thursday morning, and the second I get there, um, my girls put my uh, one of my meats on on, and I'll be taking it off and slicing it up and turning it in. So we go straight from the airport to, um, to our teams. To yeah. turn in. <laughs> so, so last weekend you dropped all your equipment off and now they're, now they're dropping everything off and getting set up, uh, yeah. tomorrow. And then Thursday's the first turn in. Um, so I'm, I'm lucky enough for that. Uh, we have a good, uh, a full team that a lot of the ancillaries are handled before I get there and I'm okay. like, get to handle the whole hog. Now, do you, uh, are you guys, you know, just competing because I know some of the, some of the competitors actually hold uh, events throughout the weekend. And I actually, I think they start actually Wednesday night, if I'm not mistaken. We'll be going to those events, but we're just there you go. Yeah, we're helping out. Uh, we are sponsored by Royal Oak, so we're going to help them out with some uh, demonstrations. 
presentations that they do. And um, in the perfect world, we were supposed to be doing some book signings that uh, aren't happening this weekend. Yeah. Unfortunately, unfortunately, because I said I, I can't wait to I, – I, I love – I fall in love with the recipes with my eyes first, you know. Yeah. J- just like the old, you know, you eat, you eat with your eyes, you know. But, uh, but yeah, by the, like I said, by the sounds of it, you guys really put some thought and care into this, especially coming after what we've been through. Um, you know, you can still make this incredible food – on the on the smokers on the grills, with relative ease, nutritious and delicious. You got to win in combination, there, guys. Yeah. My hat's off to you. It's pretty awesome. I can tell you, eighty-five percent of the recipes you probably have the ingredients in your house already to do, um, or it's just a quick shop run to the supermarket. It's not like you need to order something special from Snake River Farms or yeah. find something at some specialty place. Um, we try to make this so, you know, the family could use the book and, and really feed the family. You know, sometimes you get some of these books that stuff is so elaborate. You're like, well, where am I going to find Fleur de Sel? You know, it's, it's, you know, just use kosher salt, folks. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Casey, what's up, Lance? Awesome. Awesome. Uh, well, Chapin had asked, have you ever caught? Okay. You're competing against each other this weekend. Have you ever competed against each other before this weekend? Every year in Memphis and May is our third year. Oh, okay. Third yeah. Um, the first year, actually, I think we were on. Uh, no, we're yeah, peg leg. Yeah. yeah. And then last year, uh, we kicked the boys' asses. So yeah. <laughs> that was it's, fun. It's pretty awesome. So uh, Noel's part of an all-female team um, head up by uh, Delana Bringle from Kerry Bringle from Peg Leg Porker. It's his wife. Okay, yeah, yeah. So, Noel and Delania kind of uh, run a team out there and and do their thing. And then kind of it's the ladies versus the boys. So it's, uh, it's fun. Uh, it's really rewarding to see them do well on quite a male dominated weekend. Cause people walk by and just, you know, bat the eye, like, Oh, it's cute. It's a woman's team. And then next thing you know, they're getting the calls and your yeah. men's team is. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that, that's the beautiful thing that, you know, everybody doesn't matter male or female, you can throw down, you can throw down for sure, for sure. But with you saying that, but uh, you're cooking whole hog. What, in your opinion, is the mystique of the whole hog cook? You know, because it really is a work of art because there's so many different muscles at so many different temperatures. Is that what draws you in or is there more to it? 100%. You just nailed it right there. All right. Anybody, not to say anybody, but you can make a ham and you can make a shoulder. You can make a pork loin. You can make ribs. Um, Cook them all at one time. And see if you can get them all done at the same tenderness, same temperature. So that's really the, the thing. And I have the presentation for it as well. So, um, you know, it's not to say that uh, we kind of are very confident in our abilities, but we do a lot of whole hogs compared to some other folks. I think we've already done probably eight or nine this year. So uh, it's uh, we, we do them. We understand the animal. We know what we're looking for. We can see when things need to kind of be fine-tuned uh, and kind of go from there. But for us, it's really being able to cook an entire animal and and have all everything be done and, and taste good at the same time. Oh, nice, nice. Um, so, do, do you have a do you have whole whole hog cooker? Yes, uh, we actually. Well, we we have like three or four of them here. But yeah. Oh, nice. What uh, what kind? Uh, we use old hickories, and then we also have a. Um, I know they her team cooks on a BMF two thousand from Peg Leg, the South Carry Bringle designed yeah. one that I think the Sunterra folks make. 
but it's uh, the old George Washington 200, which is a monster uh, charcoal um, and water pan cooker. Awesome. 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 Well, guys, best of luck at Memphis in May. That's definitely on my, uh, my bucket list to get down to Memphis in May one of these years. You know, yeah, it's a heck of a time. Yeah, so it's, much, it, so it, it's a party. Now, they actually moved the location this year, correct? Yeah. They're a they little did. further out. Off the waterfront, they're doing a $75 million renovation to Tom Lee Park, which is right in the water there. So we're actually at the Liberty Bowl. and the park. It's like a big uh, fairgrounds parking lot. Okay. Um, and, of course, this year it's about 95 degrees, so it should be nice and warm on that pavement um, with no wind coming in, no breeze off the waterfront. Yeah. So uh, it's, it's going to be a treat. <laughs> Day. But, guys, best of luck this weekend. Best Thank of you. luck with the restaurant. Best of luck with the book. It is going to be a success. You can tell you the, the passion you guys have and have put into this, especially bringing on members of your team to be part of this with you is tremendous. Um, where can everybody find you social media-wise? Social media-wise, it's handsomedevilllc.com is our uh, website, and then Handsome Devil Barbecue on Facebook and Instagram. Uh, for our folks up here in the Northeast, we'll be at Mohegan Sun uh, June 11th and 12th at the Sun Fest. We are doing the, uh, the, all the barbecue concessions for them, as well as competing. And then Harpoon at the end of July. So uh, oh, nice. if our pit life barbecue staff here like to get a weekend out, please be our guest. We'd, we'd love to have you. If you want to roll the sleeves up and sling some barbecue as hey, well. Hey, don't you threaten me with a good time, Ed. Hey, I mean, it's only, they're only at a brewery and at a casino. Sorry. Hey, two of my favorite places. <laughs> I might have established, uh, stopped by once in my life. And, of course, all those links are available in our description below, along with a link to the book. I know it's not out yet, but you can pre-order. Pre-order. I keep so the pre-orders click the link, coming. Go pre-order the book. Awesome. Guys, thank you so much for taking the time out to join me and talk about the book and... You guys, in general, this was a pleasure. Thank you so much. Amen, man. Live, love, and eat barbecue. Cheers. Cheers, Cheers to that. Uh, hang in one second. I'll, be right, I'll jump right back in with you. Chrissy? Johnny? Perfect. Perfect. Awesome. The, the recipe sound. Oh, my oh, goodness. That, that sticky cake. We, I, I forgot to jump back on that one. She snuck <laughs> yeah. that. Noel snuck yeah. that in under my fat <laughs> nose. But yeah, uh, I've been drooling the whole I'll, time. I'll get back into that one I feel like I have to go point. buy a Traeger now, like. I mean, I'm not that. That you're right. There's go like ahead. A three and go a half thousand dollar one there. Go like, across wow, the street. They got them all across the street. Oh, I'm gonna have to go get myself one. Do you Did think you? they'll let me have it in my apartment on the top floor in the balcony? I'm sure it'll be fine. <laughs> don't tell anyone. What they don't know won't yeah, hurt you. Shh, don't watch. You know. Can we can we do a quick shout out to somebody whose birthday it is today? Did I? Oh, they, oh there's Billy. Lo and behold, Billy. We we, we were talking about you earlier, brother. If I'm not mistaken, it's uh, C Mac's birthday. It is C Mac's birthday. The little, the little birthday boy. All yes. six, ten of them. Yep. Happy yep. birthday, brother. We love you. Happy birthday. Enjoy C-Mac. your day. I saw he was having breakfast somewhere earlier this I morning. Saw that too. This afternoon, he was having cocktails with his lovely wife, as always. Yep. Happy birthday, brother. Happy birthday. Enjoy it. Enjoy your day. Hey, Billy, don't worry, brother, brother. You got here, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Billy, awesome guy. Awesome guy. Sorry, you can go we, back and watch we, it. We need to have Billy on again. It's, it's, it's been a while. 
That's too right. You know, especially in the – it'll be tough because it's the heart of competition season. But uh, we'll, we'll, we'll figure something yeah, out. I'm Billy sure will make something happen. Yeah. yeah. For right, sure. All right. Well, what do we got going – got anything going on next week? Do we, we have – yes. Excited. We have uh, Craig Tabor joining us again. He was on with us before mm-hmm. uh, coming out with his new book, Live Fire Cooking. So that'll be good. He uh, he was great last time. He uh, I believe his first book was a big, big green egg book, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, nice! And uh, that was phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And this one, all of them, the the page page street, they just they they got the inside info on all the great cooks, and they there has not been one book. I haven't absolutely loved and enjoyed, and I, I I use them all. Yeah, I use them all. Like you said, they're all user friendly and uh, phenomenal. So yes, next week Craig Tabor joining us, making his triumphant return, if you will. Exciting. Perfect. Perfect. Yes. Perfect. Well. That's it for this week, folks. We'd like to thank you for joining us. Catch the audio wherever podcasts are found. Catch the video on Facebook and YouTube. On YouTube, hit that subscribe button and notification bell. You have all the episodes right there at your fingertips. Yeah. On social media, find us at all the links down below. Questions and comments, please send them to pitlifebbqpodcast at gmail.com. And like always, subscribe, like, rate, and review Hit that share button. Chrissy. Johnny. You know what to do. Till next week. Till next week. Keep keep the the smoke smoke rolling. rolling. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.